Act to Live is sponsored by 3C Digital Media Network, LLC. Connect, communicate, and collaborate. That is the 3C way at 3CDigitalMediaNetwork.com. On this episode of the Act to Live podcast, we explore, dip our toes into the waters of neurodiversity. Do you know what it is? How can you understand it a little bit better and then apply it to your everyday life? So come on, let's take a walk. In dreams we walk through bolted doors, fight, die, and live for you. Hello, Jamie. Hello, 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 hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am rocking and rolling and rolling and rocking. That's how how it is, right? I like that one. Makes in my head, I know it's probably music related, but I like pictured a boat <laughs> rocking. Rolling, rocking, rolling. Oh my God, I like that. I even a boat. Making me seasick, puking overboard, whatever, you know, but. Okay. Well, that's not a good thing, right? I know. Like, I imagine a boat and I get sick and I'm like vomiting all over everything and everyone. Wow. There's a happy way. This is how we start an episode, folks. We're going to talk about getting sick on a boat. I mean, you know, I'm just being honest here. Apparently that's where my head went. But at the same time, I was picturing this peaceful scene, but it was just bringing back random memories from my childhood, I suppose. So that's what happened as a kid with you? Oh, there's a huge story. We'll save that for a different episode. Oh, yes. That's a whole other episode, folks. Look for that. One of these days, just ask me about salmon and we'll go there. We're going to have a whole episode folks about salmon Mm -hmm. eating it and apparently on a boat getting sick catching it catching eating and getting sick okay our next episode on the act to live podcast (laughs) yes (laughs) anyway jamie um what are we going to talk about today neurodiversity neurodiversity what a good topic that this it's a the word that has heard a lot now, right? And that's a positive thing. You know, we're, we are thinking about how our brains operate, function, and how each brain and like, like, like different groups of people have a different brain, hence the name neurodiversity, right? Yeah, well, and I think that's, you know, when you said it's out there a lot, like, I feel like it really is what maybe the last, gosh, year or two, I don't feel like it's been that long, but I feel like now it's just out there so much that sometimes I wonder if we really even know what it means, right? And and with that, does it really even have a definition? Because I feel like there's so much variance and, and flexibility there. Well, yeah, there is. And, you know, um, I think for some like basic, I guess. And again, I think this is a kind of diving into it here. Mm-hmm. So um, for the next probably half hour, you know, it's us kind of talking a little bit about it um, and how to approach maybe 
learning more about it too mm-hmm. um at, at the same time and to ask ask um questions too because that's how we learn anyway is is by asking things and not assuming things exactly and i think i mean like you said we're going to talk about it but i think that's already the biggest takeaway is this is something that we're learning more about and i know that you and i both value this idea of lifelong learning and being open-minded and asking questions and i just I feel like that's so important because I feel like with any new thing in a way that pops up and not so much that this is new, it's just now we have a word for it in a way, right? Right. It's so easy to have opinions or be just like at totally and different ends of the spectrum on, you know, your viewpoints and stick with that, right? And when we do that, I just feel like we stop learning and we stop asking questions and we stop really listening and That's when I get worried, you know? And I love how you explain that. Stop learning. Stop um, listening. And how how kind of sad is that if we stop learning and stop listening, you know? Uh, And I... I think that's probably one of our themes of this entire like show of mm-hmm. act to live is to keep learning yeah. and keep like listening to uh, 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 not only yourself, but also others, <clears throat> you know? Right. Um, so I really like how you, explain that that's a really important point is in order to learn more about like this neurodiversity is to probably have an open mind mm-hmm. ask things you know and not just assume it is this and that's all you know and i'm not going to listen to anything else because you know here's my thought well everything is thoughts everything is opinions so there isn't facts it's like theories right it's theories yeah well and i guess before we kind of dive into talking about it when you think of neurodiversity like what is your i don't know if i want to say textbook definition but like how would you explain it as simply as possible (laughs) before we delve into kind of talking about it so like that lowest what is it least common denominator definition is that how they say it sometimes yeah (laughs) something like that that. maybe i i feel like that's not actually the term but something like that (laughs) that's close enough to the term i think i i um, yeah like how would i explain it in that kind of like elevator like uh yes pitch, right <laughs> yeah the elevator pitch yeah elevator yeah pitch. exactly um it's it is um um probably this where it's it's the idea that brain that brain differences mm-hmm. 
are seen as as like normal. So there's a a larger range of what normal is and not deficits, but just that brain differences in different groups is seen as a normal like brain. Um, and I'm like, okay, so that's expanding, if you will, our idea of what, of what quote unquote, a normal is in the brain, how it operates and functions instead before, of, oh, go ahead, sorry, sorry, instead of calling these brain, these brain like differences, you know, deficits wrong. Something's wrong. So really that idea of meeting a person where they are and recognizing that they may view the world differently or interact with the world differently than other people in a lot of ways. Yeah, I think that that's that there is another like um, piece of it too. You mm-hmm. know, is it is seeing how a person's brain functioning as like normal is is one, and then two, how do we interact with them? How do they? interact with the world around them and not and not that they interact in a wrong way but it's in their own their own way you right. know and it's not seen as oh that's that's normal or not normal it's just seen as oh it's just how how their like brain works and that's okay well and it's so interesting and i'll kind of get you know a little more personal here but i feel like you know a couple years ago learning about the term you know neurodivergent and kind of recognizing yeah like everyone's brain is is different in a lot of ways and like wanting to celebrate the differences right versus feel like We've got to fix people and force them into a mold, you know, in in our very neurotypical world. Like, it's nice to kind of see that there's lots of shifts. I feel like we have a long way to go as always, Mm -hmm. Um, but seeing those shifts and in making sense of it in my mind in a way. Right. And now, you know, fast forward a couple of years, I'm finding myself in the role of, you know, as a parent of a neurodivergent child Um, and realizing that that is a whole different can of worms than being able to say, you know, this is what neurodiversity is because I'm realizing that there's so much uniqueness and difference within that term, mm-hmm. right? Like, oh my gosh, you know, each person you meet that is neurodivergent, maybe there's some similarities, but there's also so many differences and it's it's just kind of, interesting i feel like we still have a lot to learn i have a lot to learn as i kind of navigate that new path 
and thank you too for for being so open about that you know because this is new for you it's mm-hmm. fresh and not that and and again not seeing it as a negative thing and that's what right. like what this whole idea of is is that instead of seeing anyone's neurodiverse brain as being oh they're different i'm sorry you know ha- you know having that kind of like negative tone right it's like oh it, it you know they are who they are and that's fantastic um mm-hmm. You know, uh, and that's what I, I think the like the movement is about, too, is if we can kind of like celebrate that that people's brains are different um, mm-hmm. and not bad or good, but just different. Um, it can actually help to um like reduce like stigma um right right and that's a positive thing i agree and you know what's interesting like one of the things that really pops out to me and you and i have talked about this not even in the context of you know neurodiversity but just in general i think as i'm learning to kind of navigate this and best you know support my daughter like I realize that there's there's just so many polarizing opinions out there and that's okay. I feel like sometimes that's really overwhelming because it's so easy to go down a rabbit hole when you're trying to just like learn. Um but I feel like the thing that I keep seeing that you know I I think about is this idea of acceptance, right? And that somehow acceptance can't go along with support and like and and yeah I mean support from others like things like therapy or things like that it's like oh if you're neurodivergent or whatever right we need to accept you as the way you are which we are but then somehow that means like maybe therapy is not okay And I feel like as a parent of a three and a half year old, you know, she's not making her own decisions yet. And, you know, I'm a professional and a mom, but I'm like kind of finding myself in this situation where I'm like, hold on a second. Like, I think these two things can very much so exist at the same point. Like, aren't we all trying to become the best versions of ourselves as we go throughout life? And do any of us do that? alone like I sure as heck haven't gotten to the point that I'm at alone I've needed help and wanted help and I still need help and I still want help and so I just like sit back and think well I can do both right like I can accept her and not force her into a mold and also I can help set her up for success as she grows too and I just I feel a lot of pressure sometimes when I like think about this and read about this and see all the opinions. I'm like, wait, am I doing something wrong? I don't think so. But I, I feel like I worry that there's that 
pressure out there. And I don't think there has to be. I, it, and again, and thank you again, because like for like diving into the like personal, <laughs> I mean, and, and, and it is that, you know, the personal possible frustrations or confusions is, is probably another word too. Yeah, um, and it's just my opinion. Like I want to put that out there, right? Everyone has their <clears throat> own opinions and own experiences and I'm just kind of sharing mine, right? Which is probably different from a lot of people. So I just want, you know, that to be out there too. Uh, but it's actually a, a really good point is that even if someone has a neurodiverse brain, which is awesome, you know, support is important. So, I mean, it's, it's extremely important for anybody. Mm -hmm. And so anybody, any person, whether their brain functions as, as an A brain, a B brain, a C brain, a A, B, a Q, however, it, oh, no. Emma loves it W, works. so we'll go with W brain. <laughs> a W brain. All right, there you go. There you go. <laughs> if it functions as a W brain, yeah. okay, <laughs> fantastic. All right, and every person, every person, no matter how their brain functions, benefits benefits from support of any kind. So, right, you and know what they need. <laughs> yes. You know, what like each individual I, I feel like, person needs. Yes. And it's like, it's so individualized. And I feel like as we're learning and empowering, isn't a huge part of empowerment about respecting the person's wishes? Yeah, 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 yeah. And if it's like, I want that support. Awesome. You know, it's like, I don't want... I think one of my biggest fears sometimes is like as Emma gets older, right? If she's wanting that support or or whatnot, like feeling like it's not okay to get that support. Like, girl, we all need support. <laughs> we all, uh, yeah, well, yeah. Th- there it is. All yes, and we all need support. It's it is that simple because we are not islands. I don't care who you are. I don't care how your brain operates. You are not an island. Like, no one gets anywhere without support. That is not just, you know, me saying that. It's how our human, like, species has survived. <laughs> so the, 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 it's, it's, it's in us. We need support because we are, like, social beings. And that is, is right there. It's support. Um, and is there negative, like, <clears throat> can support potentially not be helpful or not be a good fit? Of course. You know, like, I think that's just sometimes a reality. And so it's important to find that fit for a person. And one person who's a fit for one person might not be a fit for another person. Yeah, that's challenging. It's a lot of work to take on, I think, to find the right fit. And I can say right now at being in a place in this moment where we have found support that is a hundred percent the right fit, 
you know, like how powerful it really can be. It's, it's not a negative thing. It's not a sign of weakness or trying to change or fix or anything, right? It's just, how do we figure out who that person is and celebrate that and keep building them up? And, and I feel like in that sense, isn't that something that just unites all of us? <laughs> regardless of whether we're neurodiverse or not oh my god yeah i mean because i mean here's the reality too is um support helps anyone kind of live in a world of of different people right right i mean so it it if a person keeps like growing evolving with support it's actually making them a a more like more like more diverse person because mm -hmm. now they can interact with all kinds of people um in a over the course of a life right you know because everyone is different as a neuro like diverse i guess person myself being a person right. who, who um stutters and that's been like you know we talked about in the past like several years as a neuro um diverse brain i've heard that a lot <clears throat> um i can say if i did not have help and support if i didn't have it i would have been dead like dead and not mm -hmm. alive in any yeah. way but but dead and and because i got support and i got help mm -hmm. um i can function operate i can like like talk to all kinds of of people because mm -hmm. of support i wouldn't be here on a podcast a like teacher in higher ed see like families and clients and you know, i i wouldn't have done any of this stuff at all if i didn't have support right um you know so and i've got a neuro diverse brain according to like ideas right and theories so i you know um I would, I have to say, I think it's very closed minded to say that just because a person's brain is neurodiverse, that they don't, they don't need any help. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let's, it's closing doors then. It's like right. closing them. It totally, I mean, it's very much so closing it. And, it made me kind of think about this, right? So you've been talking about how like, you're a person who recognizes support helps you and you've 
taken those opportunities and ran with them. And it's like five years ago, 10 years ago, right? Like you didn't know you were neurodiverse. I mean, there wasn't that like name for it. Right. So like for you, has anything really changed? Like now there's that label, like, is your life any different? Sounds like you're still doing the things that you were. I think it's great that we have this label because it allows people to learn and try to understand because maybe now there's a name for something that people have been experiencing and thinking about and living, but not really knowing how do do I explain this, right? So like there's the label and there's the explanation. And with that comes opinions and knowledge and just all of these opportunities to keep growing. And I just, I feel like in my heart, what I keep thinking about is let's use this to keep learning and not just term another group or try to create ways that people are even more different. Like let's celebrate those differences. And at the end of the day, we're all people Mm -hmm. trying to become the best versions of ourselves, right? Like there's still so much more that we have in common. And I feel like that can just unite us to create a world that's not necessarily neurodiverse or neurotypical. It's just a world where people are, I know it sounds idealistic, right? But like accepting of people, whoever they are and however they are, and just recognizing that each person is different. Mm -hmm. And how boring would it be if everyone was the same? Goodness. Oh my God. I don't want to experience that. I definitely don't want to experience (laughs) that. I like your idea too, is like having a world that it's like everyone is different and that's, that's cool. Um, and where everyone can ask for help. Um, if they are like, are wanting to grow, evolve in all, in any kind of way, any kind of way and not get like, and stuck on, you know, these labels at times and saying, okay, well, since you have this, you know, you don't, you, you don't have to have help at all. And the entire world has to kind of, has to accept everything. I'm like, well, it isn't how the world is built, you know, because everyone thinks in their own way and has their own thoughts and experiences, opinions, occupations, behaviors, not everyone will think the same way. So the, so not everyone accepts everything. And that's just the reality of us as human beings it it has always been that way it has always been that way um so we have to as people you know educate as often as we can learn by asking things as often as we can um like help out each other as often as we can as honestly um 
as we can. And that's that's it. And hopefully in time, you know, our world evolves where um, <clears throat> it isn't about, you know, a label and you are this and you are that. And, uh, you know, you know, what is the normal and kind of expanding that and all this stuff, all but right. just like, okay, how do we help each other? Like interact. Right. It's like you're Scott, I'm Jamie. Yeah. There you go. You know? Like I I do think in a lot of ways, you know, right now labels can be helpful in, oh, yeah. in helping people to learn and make sense of things in the way that the world is now. And sometimes we lose sight of the individual. And I remember just one thing that you know, when Emma's therapist said to me, which I just, you know, hold on to is like, we put so much pressure on that label and like, okay, you might have it one day and then, or not have it one day and then have it the next. Right. And did we, there, nothing changed in that day. You didn't have the label versus you did. We're still meeting a person where they are and helping to support them by what they want and need in that moment. And that, that shouldn't change mm-hmm. regardless of what label or labels somebody has agreed agreed i think there's there's such a a need um to help each other um i think if we did that more as a a culture and say I want to help yeah. you out today and not just help me, but just you. This is about people around me um, and taking that focus off of the idea of me, 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 but onto all of us. And the compassion it would mm-hmm. increase too. Openness too. <laughs> I mean, it I mean, would. It, it would increase the amount of openness, even if you don't agree with someone. The idea of saying, you know what? I hear you and I think we need to just agree to not agree. Yeah. And 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 then say, OK, cool. You know, instead of like being like you know, polarizing and and getting angry, saying, no, I'm right and you're wrong. Well, this is the thing. There's no right or wrong when it comes to this. There's not. It's ideas. I wish there was sometimes and there's not. Right. And you could... As a parent, I'm just saying. (laughs) Right. As a parent, you're like, I... I want the right and wrong answer. Right, sometimes. Just tell <laughs> um, But, I mean, there's all kinds of theories that anyone could find support yes. for any opinion. But if there were facts, then everyone would have the same thought. Yeah. You know, Which so obviously it's not. <laughs> <laughs> so what that means is that if we are open to like asking questions, learning more and listening, 
all of us could like talk about anything, including this. And that, that was beautifully said, first of all. Hey, thanks. I feel like that is the action event, is learning about the people in your life, their strengths, the areas where they struggle, meeting them where they are, and asking, what can I do to help Yeah. How I can like I that. support you? I don't care if it's a room full of people who are neurodivergent or a room full of people who are neurotypical, whatever. There is a person sitting across from you. Learn about them and ask what you can do to help. I love that. That is, uh, yeah. And that's it, folks. I mean, that's, that is your action event (laughs) for... (laughs) A lifetime. <laughs> I mean, that, that, that's just that's just your life event. Act live podcast ends there because that's yeah. that's your that's your life action event. You know, is find out about people around you and keep learning. And keep yeah. What learning, a what listening. an amazing way to keep learning, right? Yeah, from people. And being Experiences open. Experiences that are different than yours. Oh, Worldviews yeah. that are different than yours. Everything. Yeah. Being open to it. Yeah. Being, just being open to it. And that being open does not mean you have to agree. It means that right. you can like allow a person to talk and, and having you sit there and say, okay, I'm listening to you. Mm-hmm. And not putting a bias on it, spin like you know, judging, but just saying, I, I, I really, I want to hear what what you have to say that means something to you because it'll help me learn more about you. I can't even follow that up. Mic drop. <laughs> Boom, folks. Boom. <laughs> All right. Well, then, on, on that note, have have a, a, a great evening, afternoon, a morning. It is always fun to hang out with you, um, Jamie. and You too. And learn more. Bye, everybody. Bye. If you would like to donate to the Act to Live podcast, you can find us on 3C Digital Media Network.com. Act to Live is sponsored by 3C Digital Media Network, LLC. Connect, communicate, and collaborate. That is the 3C way at 3C Digital Media Network.com. Thank you for walking with us on this journey of life. Act to Live is a place where we can observe everyday life, pose questions, and facilitate conversations together. Our hope is that by participating in this podcast and connecting with each other, we can all become the best versions of ourselves and learn from each other's stories and experiences. You can find us on acttolive.com, Apple Podcasts, formerly iTunes, the Android Podcast app, Spotify, SoundCloud, 
or wherever you stream your podcasts. We've also just joined Patreon and YouTube, so be sure to check those out when you have some time. Thank you for listening and sharing time with us. And as always, come on, let's take a walk together. My dear, will.